On this episode of Buena Vista and Main Street. Someone got drunk and tried to climb the pyramid and then has been banned from Disney for life. <laughs> just don't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just imagine people like, where's the door? And they're like climbing up to the top. Um, don't tell Canada this. <laughs> don't don't tell don't tell Canada. So keep your arms and legs inside the ride vehicle at all times, and here we go. Good day, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good day. Welcome back, everyone. Um, it has been a week since we talked to folks. <laughs> Several. <laughs> several weeks it just also makes it sound like we're in like quarantine lockdown or like we've been i haven't talked to anybody i have talked to people i just haven't talked to you folks in a while yes exactly not what i'm saying here um welcome back to our trip around our virtual tour around epcot Mm -hmm. if you uh missed our last couple episodes we talked about the front of the park or the world of celebration, world of nature, and world of discovery parts. Mm-hmm. Um, or what we like to call the thrilling part of Epcot. With all the thrill rise. That's why. <laughs> it's just because there's rides that are thrilling. It's I enjoyed the back part of Epcot as well. It's just less thrilling overall. We were talking about this again recently with your ch- you with your children. Mm-hmm. And you ask them specifically if Epcot is still their favorite Disney World theme park. And they brain. said yes. They said yes. They have not been to Epcot. They've only been to Epcot once. So um, it is like a very limited knowledge of the parks and maybe the changes, mm-hmm. but they still love Epcot. So, And one of their most favorite things about Epcot is the back of the park. Yeah. What? Not to the front of the park. Mm-mm. I mean, yes, they do love some of the thrill rides and stuff, but it's not the only reason why they love Epcot. So, um, Epcot back in the day, this back part of the park, or or that we keep calling the back part of the park, it's called the World <laughs> Showcase. Yes. Um, it has a what they loved about World Showcase is the experience they had, um, which. If you were a cast member when I was at Disney, and we talked about this when we worked there, um, one of the great, great experiences at Disney that Walt Disney would have loved um, is what they what they remember and what they love about Disney, which was, um, well, when they did it, it was Perry the Platypus-themed adventure. Um, it used to be Kim Possible themed um, but it is the the attraction where they got to do the most kind of exciting adventurous things and that being that being said it's like they kind of go in these impossible these impossible missions around World of Showcase and got to interact with different things uh, at this point is no longer an option or offered at Epcot anymore which kind of makes me sad yeah it was really fun for them to do. They did it with, um, they did it with my husband, uh, and just went around and did that. And while they were doing that, we um, 
people that drink adult beverages. We're also just having our own little fun going around the world um, and, you know, sampling some alcoholic beverages. But it was really fun for them. Like they they remember it still. It's like one of their core memories was going around to all the different stations and you would like get to do stuff and then stuff would come alive. Um, Alive is in quotation marks because it's obviously not really alive, but like there'd be like animatronics things and stuff that would happen. So it was really fun for them. That is one of the reasons why they love Epcot to this day. As I was saying, we Walt loved stuff that um, you could remember or see yourself with multi-generational. So it wasn't just like him watching his children at the park. That was what made Disney. Disney was he wanted to do it with his experience things with his children. And so this experience was something that you definitely would see kids and adults experience together and having... Um, the kids did it with their dad at the, with their dad at the time. He's still their dad with their father. <laughs> <laughs> they did it with their dad and they loved it. And he loved doing it with them because there's there was clues and it was very it was fun. Yeah. Totally. It's like an interactive um, treasure hunt kind of thing. And I wish Disney would bring something more like that back. You see, and the thing is you had to go and sign up and you got a cell phone, like an old flip phone and then pushing different codes and stuff is what made that experience. And they would call and live you like it would call it. It would call you. It was very well imagined for kids. So yeah, totally. Um, it, it is one of those things that's no longer, um, available at the park which kind of makes us all sad yeah but uh, this time when we go they'll just have to have an adult more experience with it going to see everything just like normal people one of the things that makes world showcase extremely different is that every pavilion in world showcase is themed to a country and they bring in workers from those country people citizens of those countries to work in the pavilions um, mm-hmm. which is unlike anywhere else except for they do the same thing in animal kingdom too in animal kingdom lodge um they'll bring people over from those countries as well to do that but um more this is the only place really in any other theme park that they do this for with mm-hmm. so it, it brings it brings the the pavilions to life in a different way because if you just have all Americans in a pavilion about China, they can't tell you anything about actually living in China. Just yeah. kind of cuts off that experience. But So if we we're virtually walking, this is when we'd walk to the back of the park. You see a giant lagoon or lake. Fun fact, it's so big that uh, Disneyland in California, could Magic Kingdom, could fit inside that lagoon or like the whole theme park could fit in there except exclude they would say excluding toontown because it doesn't really fit but like there it's it's a gigantic lake or lagoon as they call it i was gonna say this is also the place where jenny was complaining about seeing the fountain things there um so yeah they're still there yeah and you know they haven't gotten rid of them yet sadly 
<laughs> this is where they call this is where harmonious the nighttime spectacular or the Disney experience happens. Yes. It used to be illuminations, reflections of earth. If you have time and you want to reflect on your life, go back and watch that. I I haven't watched Harmonious, but I loved Illuminations. Everybody did. Everybody does. Um, you can go back and watch it. It was the longest running nighttime show at, in Disney's history was Illuminations till they recreated it as Harmonious. It had a great story behind it about the earth and we all need to come together as one. And it was... It, it and had, and it had no Disney characters at all no. in it. By the way, Mm-mm. oh no, but okay. it, it was good. It, it was had good. music. <laughs> it had really good music. It all, but Disney's things always have really good music. And like this, probably like Illuminations. Anywhere around the lagoon, you can watch it from. You don't have to watch it from a specific location. Mm-hmm. The Harmonious. I heard you have to watch it a little bit more specific because there's some things that block it, but. You can probably, if you can see it from the lagoon, you can probably see it. So that's as detailed as I'm going to get about that because I have no idea <laughs> yet. I've never seen it. Um, we are going to walk uh, clockwise from the t- the bottom of the the lagoon around the lake. So we're going to start the with the traditional debate whether you start in Canada and end in Mexico. You start in Mexico and end in Canada. We for this. Podcasts are going to start in Mexico and end in Canada because mm-hmm. the Canadians and the Canadians of us, which is both of us in us, <laughs> us Canadians, we want to save the best for last. That's what I'm trying to say. Best for last, as you all know. <laughs> so we're going to start talking about Mexico first. Before we start, I just wanted to say this is how we did it when we went to the very first time we started in Mexico and ended up in Canada. Not that there's a right way or a wrong way. No, there's no right way or wrong way. Though if you're a Disney cast member, you always start in Canada and end in Mexico. Just because we know. If you're a Canadian cast member for the Canadian Pavilion, you don't want to be drunk and go see your managers. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That makes sense, actually. Good point. And the cast exits by Mexico, so... (laughs) smart and it makes sense in that way but for this way for any other time i as a guest start in mexico i always say and end in canada it's just because i like to save best for last it's my favorite so starting in mexico the mexico pavilion it is doesn't it looks spectacular from the outside there's kind of two sides when you walk up to the mexican pavilion on the right hand side there is a quick service restaurant and then a sit down restaurant that's really actually on the lagoon. Um, highly recommend again if you're watch if you can time it for a nighttime show and be sitting down and eating supper, that's a great option. Um, because there are on the water or in the quick service restaurant, get a table right close to the the edge. There, it's one of the only restaurants that are actually on the lagoon. So. You can do either option there. Highly recommend them both. And they serve Mexican flair. <laughs> what? Get out of town. I know it's a serious it's a seriously weird thing, right? But yeah. <laughs> um besides the restaurant and stuff that you see on the right, 
on the left hand side you are no you're in mexico because you are greeted with a giant mexican mayan pyramid mm-hmm. um a couple of years ago it was known that uh, you someone got drunk and tried to climb the pyramid and then has been banned from disney for life just don't do that <laughs> you're not allowed to walk it up it, it, it's forced perspective it's not really as tall as it looks okay just don't do it <laughs> the the problem it's not a problem with the world showcase but it is something that happens in the world showcase because um we will probably mention this as we go along um there's this thing called drinking around the world um in which you sample beverages from all of the different countries so what ends up happening obviously is that if you sample beverages from all the different pavilions you know that's a lot of alcohol to intake and and ingest in one sitting so you know things happen so just drink responsibly people okay this psa was brought to you by me thank you and there being 11 pavilions (laughs) it's a lot so once you go up the stairs into the pavilion, there are stairs to get in the pavilion. You don't have to climb mm. the rest of the pyramid. But um, <laughs> sorry, I just imagine people like, "Where's the door?" And they like climbing up to the top. <laughs> they just keep climbing to the top of the pyramid. <laughs> one, one too many shots of tequila. That's what happened. So after you climb the stairs and go into the pavilion, mm. this is one of my favorite pavilions in epcot maybe that's why i like to start here um inside the pavilion itself is it is completely indoors and you are transported from florida to mexico in a very cool way because you go inside and it is all of a sudden nighttime so they have dark pavilions there are there's a street market where you could go and purchase some more mexican traditional mexican uh craftsman crafts even a some even a sombrero if you need a sombrero for your day you can purchase it here at the mexican pavilion and it's like an outdoor market so there's different like things shops outside and there's some shops that are inside um there's also an indoor tequila bar in here as well um if you like tequila they have a tequila flight that's delicious they also used to have a sangria that i loved it was delicious as well with tequila in it and red wine so what what could be wrong with that red wine and tequila <laughs> nothing wrong with that um there is also another really cool restaurant in here it kind of this one always gives me uh blue bayou vibes from disneyland it's like an indoor dark themed restaurant and it's on a water's edge and there's like a big mural in the background it's very cool it's a very cool restaurant mm-hmm. yeah. also has a view of a ride so this is mexico does have a a pavilion attraction which is the grand fiesta tour starring the three cabreros i had to say that because manda can't say it but i say it i can nev- i can never say that word like i just can't i i give up i say it wrong every time and it's a fun little, it's a little boat ride around different tours of Mexico's and the three Cabreros are there and they're getting into antics and they show up in different places and they're animatronics and there's some screens involved. It's a boat ride. It's a fun little ride. Yeah. It's, there's nothing thrilling about it, but. <laughs> 
but it's it's fun. I liked it. It's uh, don't miss it. Like it's there. You got to no. go inside to find yeah. it. Don't miss it for sure. It's not something you're like, no. I don't think you should miss as we go along. I don't think we should miss any attractions in any of the pavilions. And I think you should go to every pavilion. So the end. That's- yes. <laughs> go to everyone. Do all of the things. Okay. Um, and like the one thing that we're going to point, like we're talking about drinking around the world as a thing. Not only drinking around the world is that you're going, you're there to see the pavilions. Like I know they have different alcohol and that's fun. Yeah. But, but it's also about the culture and learning yeah. something about yeah. the world's people. I feel a little preachy. I feel a little preachy, but not just learn something, but also learn. Okay, this is like I you're having fun and learning, so you know, do it. Just do it. Do it. We tell you. (laughs) Um, the other thing I was going to mention about every pavilion, they have what's called a kids kids caught fun spot. Um, or we just call them kids caught and they're a spot where the kids can go and um, get their passport stamped if you buy them a passport they can go around and get the passport stamped in every pavilion Um, they also do arts and crafts nowadays it's of the different countries when they go through there too so they still learn they get to do something and learn too so Mm -hmm. well they don't have our Perry the Patapus Agent P missions anymore. This is still a fun little thing that the kids can go do. Yeah, well. totally. So that's kind of the Mexican pavilion. You can yeah. enjoy it. It's air-conditioned. Mm-hmm. One of the only fully air-conditioned pavilions. So, enjoy it. Um, after we go on to Norway... The Norwegian Pavilion or Norway mm-hmm. Pavilion. Um, on the big right hand side, when you walk into Norway, there is a giant um, building, which I love every time I go. It's on the left hand side when you like the first kind of thing thing you see. It's a big giant wooden building that is built that they Norwegians built. It's a traditional. Um, style of architecture in Norway and it's super cool because I don't never would have known that if I wasn't for Epcot is what I'm trying to yeah. say yeah um, it's cool it's different it's it's Norway woo <laughs> Norway was really it was really one of my favorites actually because of the architecture and just the style and like yeah i i can't explain it but it was like really cute this was before they added the attraction that's now there so pre pre uh frozen craziness um we'll talk about frozen in a second so pre pre that um it was like just a really cute little pavilion and it was really i i really liked all the buildings and stuff because i thought they were cool so it was fun to walk in it's fun to walk in. The um, they do have a bakery that's right there too, oh, right yeah. around by that. It's mm-hmm. delicious and it's mm-hmm. it's so good. Mm, they have delicious things. Norwegians, Norwegians know how to bake. Can't say it. Um, there's also like a store that's right on that side too. That's really fun. That has all these Norwegian things. It has the giant trolls in it, uh, because trolls are big. Norwegians are really big on trolls um there's a whole story on it you can go and look it up 
Um, but they have the big st- troll in the store, and then it smells like Norway. That's all I'm gonna say. There's a there's a perfume that the Norwegians are known for, and it smells like that every time I walk by. Um, also smells like my friend sm- smells like my friend Ty, but that's funny every <laughs> time. Um, and then they have a new attraction they built here, which is a frozen attraction um on a it's a boat ride i have never been on it i am uh will ride it i am not going to like it i probably will like it i really enjoyed the norwegian boat ride that was there before i loved that attraction loved the norway boat ride that they had before because it talked all about trolls that talk more about trolls you got to see more trolls and it was cold and it was nice and you t- there was a turnaround boat section where you went backwards it was very cool but disney decided to uh take it a different way and add frozen which was a- i get it because frozen's such a big movie i get it yeah i mean it makes sense every little girl remember when frozen came out always wanted to be princess Elsa or Anna and yeah they still do so I get it they had to do it but yes um I I will reserve judgment until I ride it though so (laughs) I do like Frozen me too that's why I'm like I'm gonna like it but I don't want to like it that's (laughs) what Jen's feeling yes yes because I liked the Norway boat ride before um and Frozen did take place in that area of the world, I see like the symmetry there. Mm-hmm. It was an easy way for them to get frozen into a park and make little girls happy. Yes. I get it. It's fine. Um, you can I think you can meet frozen characters here. I did mean mean to mention that with Mexico. When we t- I mentioned that the three Carberos, if you didn't know, one of them is Donald Duck, so you get to meet you can meet Donald Duck out there by right. the Mexican in his Mexican three Carberos gear if you don't know what the three Carberos is. Anyways, moving on. So Norway, you can meet the frozen characters here. Yes. And ride the Frozen Ever Frozen Ever After. Did I get the name correct? Yeah, it's Frozen Ever After. Whew! You can ride Frozen Ever After here. Um they also have usually have a sit-down restaurant that is character dining with princesses it's another place to have princess a princess meal Mm. is in their restaurant here because it's like castle inside so currently not offered who knows if they're bringing back that but maybe the princesses in norway yes um so that's the norwegian pavilion i always enjoyed it Mm-hmm. It was really fun to walk around in there and the trolls and everything. Yeah, it's just cool. I don't skip Norway. It's a little pavilion. Don't skip them. Mm-hmm. Please don't skip the Norwegians. They're very nice people as well. So, yes. If nothing else, go talk to the nice Norwegians, please. Yeah. Ask them about their country. Yeah. You can do that. They'll answer your questions. Mm-hmm. So, after Norway, we come to the China Pavilion. So this is kind of—it's a large pavilion. Um, when you walk up to it, you see a beautiful 
Chinese building with the roof, the traditional Chinese roof. There is a red bridge. It is, a, and then there's a big restaurant that, uh, again, more Chinese like square architectures, square building architecture compared to the other building that's gonna that I was talking about with the circuit, the circular traditional circular building. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes. They have some traditional shops in this pavilion and actually this was one of my favorite pavilions because um don't tell canada this <laughs> don't don't i'm just canada. also gonna point out this is the second time she said that was one of her favorite pavilions i, I have them? a lot <laughs> um not all of them though no i would say there's no. probably about four or five that i think are like really spectacular and there's a few that i'm like yeah you could take it or leave it uh- <laughs> okay um, sorry for you countries that are <laughs> yeah take it or leave it <laughs> but this is not one of those i really liked it and i think why is because i would just before we delve into like the shops and everything where you can sorry the shops you can get like traditional like uh like things that you would maybe want to buy traditionally that are from china so just think about that. Whatever those things are, the stores have in them. Each pavilion will be like that. So like, um, like for example, if you're in Mexico and you want a Mexican blanket or a sombrero, you can get one. Um, in China, it's the same. So you can get stuff like, uh, I think they were selling even in one of them, like t- Chinese tea sets, which are like super delicate. And I was like, how would you ever bring that back on a plane? Um, I have one in my house actually. And I'm afraid to even open it because it's just so delicate. Um, so, but just anything like that, um, you can totally get tea. They have lots of tea. Um, but when we were walking up, this is what I remember when we were walking up to the China pavilion, they had like a whole bunch of, they were doing some sort of, I think it was a dance actually, but they were like doing like acrobatics and stuff like that when we were there. And we were like, before we even like got to go into the pavilion because everyone was just stopped um, and watching. And that was really cool. So maybe that's why it was like, Oh, I really like this or something, but I did really yeah. like it. <laughs> um, they do have an attraction in here, which is the reflections of China, the world, uh, 300, circ- 360 circle vision movie of China. You stand and you see the beauty that is China portrayed in video form. It is in the big circle building that you see up front. So it's pretty easy to see and find. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's great. Again, learn something about a different country. (laughs) Go to China. Yeah. (laughs) They do have restaurants that have traditional Chinese uh, food as well. So they have the Nine Dragons, Lotus Bloom um, Cafe. And then we talked about the Joy of Tea, which has lots of tea. Mm-hmm. lots and lots of tea and the joy of tea is closer to the pavilion sorry closer to the laguna not in the pavilion but it's there and it's lovely mm-hmm. so don't miss china yeah and like the entertainment in china is always spectacular because they'll have mm-hmm. acrobatics or they'll have um dragons well, Dragons. Yeah, lions and dragon dancers out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they always have some sort of spectacular thing. And with Disney, there's no like, there's not a schedule. They just 
there is a schedule, but they don't like always publish it. So if you're interested to see something, ask a cast member. They'll tell you when it when it happens. Um, but there's not, and then sometimes there's a posted schedule. But there's not like I'm gonna read through all of the entertainment options in World Showcase today. It's not something that's written out usually. It could be, I'm gonna guess it's also probably in your my. It might be in the My Disney Experience app. I can't guarantee it, but. If not, ask a cast, uh, a cast member in that pavilion or around, and they'll be able to tell you. But yeah, mm-hmm. China always had amazing performances. So visit China. Enjoy. The next pavilion, um, and there's kind of a, a kind of a dead mount, a dead zone here in World Showcase. Not a dead zone. They call it the outpost. It kind of is there to represent african type countries um in the next part there is some gift shoppies and some different things through there but not like you know a lot yeah there's no pavilion or anything like that there's no pavilion this is where 90 percent of the people say that they want to uh put in a new pavilion and it everybody has a different viewpoint of what that pavilion should be so if you know tell disney i don't know <laughs> just write them write them a letter okay or if, you have an, if you have an if idea you have, a, you have an idea just let them know or you yeah. can let us know too at the as well but <laughs> yeah there's a there's a spot it kind of feels like a there's been rumors over the years about all sorts of pavilions that should have been there that aren't. So, there's been rumors of like a Brazilian pavilion in there or something from South America. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. So some something like that would be neat. If you or South so- South African South African pavilion. Um, would they kind of have a South African themed park almost? You remember? oh yeah yeah Yeah. but they could they could yeah i don't know i'm not disney at Um, this point it's kind of blank space yeah south america might be good because there's not really very much representation of south america so yeah that settles it (laughs) somewhere in south america that's right um, when they first did pavilions, they always wanted to get sponsorships from different countries to do them. So that's kind of why we ended up with the pavilions we did. Just so you mm. know. So it's either sponsorships from companies or from like the tourist boards for those countries. So interesting. And that's why we ended up with some of the attractions and stuff that we have in them as well. Yeah, that makes there sense. Um. So next up, after kind of the outpost dead zone. It's fine. There's some stuff. Um, it's Germany. Germany. This is one of my favorite pavilions. A lot of people don't say that, but I like the German pavilion. Maybe it's just because I really like German food. I mean, yes. It's my heritage. I, I mean, as my heritage, I should enjoy the German pavilion, but I'm. it's not on my list. This one is not on my list of favorites. <laughs> not on your list of favorites. One of my favorites. I really enjoy the German Pavilion. Um, this one has the delicious store. If you like anything to do with Werther's Originals or Caramels, 
this is a great place to be because they uh, have a whole store dedicated to it. So they have like candy apples and caramel and caramel and popcorn and caramel and chocolate and caramel and it all <laughs> smells so lovely. <laughs> and caramel. Everything. Um, they also make really good pretzels because it's Germany. So their pretzels are delish. And if you like beer, um, this is your place. You, This is the place to go. Here you are. You can get a beer stein um, and some pretzels and just cheers each other on with your beers. <laughs> they do have also have other types of stores as well in Germany here. They do have a crystal store, so they sell different types of crystal um, and glass works like that because that's famous in some German. You also have places where you can get different uh, carved wood, wood collectible things. Collectibles things. <laughs> this is where I can go get my nutcracker. I always go here to look at nutcrackers. That was me. If you're thinking about what this might look like, if you remember Pinocchio, this would be that would be the way to remember what this would feel like. <laughs> if you've ever ridden on Pinocchio's ride, just imagine that and then make it adult sized. And here you are. And then they have, as I said, we talked about beer. They also have a restaurant. They have the yes. beer garden restaurant at the back that makes it's Oktoberfest, 365 days a year. So it's like an Oktoberfest themed. They will have a band that comes out and plays and they eat Oktoberfest flair, all the good German stuff. And it's a buffet style. So it's a little bit different. Um, if you want to try stuff and you're not sure if you're going to like German food, this is a good way to dip your toes in the ocean. I just give me all the spatzel and no one gets hurt. Okay? I'll take the spatzel and we'll be good. Just, I, just, I don't mind schnitzel either. You can give me schnitzel and spatzel. Put them together. I'm good. The schnitzel and spatzel and the red oh, cabbage. I forgot about sauerkraut. And sauerkraut. <laughs> and <Switzerland>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My list is getting quite long of things that I want to eat. Okay? The warm potato salad. The red cabbage. Mmm. Mmm. Just delicious German food. Um, yeah. I like the German pavilion. One of my favorite things about the German pavilion is they have great washrooms at the German pavilion. Um, this is a great place to have a little break, use a washroom, and see the train. This is one of my favorite things about German pavilion. They don't have really a lot of kitschy attractions in Germany. It's not a, an attractive one. Like an attractive... An attraction pavilion. Right. But they do have an electric train that's pretty impressive. So they have a little model train that runs on the ground that you can, that's right by the bathrooms that you can go and watch. I would have... I stood there for a good 20 minutes once or maybe almost half an hour. So if you like trains... It's get a beer, get a pretzel, watch, go watch the train. <laughs> it's good. It's not a huge layout, but it's, you know, it's entertaining. Yeah. For what it is. Um, 
But I, uh, if you're going, if I had to recommend going to Germany for something, it would be going to the beer garden restaurant. I feel like that's the most German thing. Food, beer, yeah. music, yeah. papa bands. You know, it's a great time. Get some that, sauerkraut. If, yeah. If I had to choose. That's that's Germany, the Germany pavilion to me. <laughs> to restaurant. Um, they as I said, but they have all this lovely other, also caramel stuff, caramel, caramel, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, delicious. That popcorn is like the bomb. Dot com. Who says that anymore? I do. Who knew? Um, that's kind of where we're gonna stop our uh, walk today. I think our feet are a little bit tired from walking all the way this far around the lagoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do a little bit of a breaky break and pick up with the next pavilion on the list, which is Italy next time. Yeah. And talk about some of, I think, are the best pavilions besides Germany and Mexico. My favorite pavilions coming up. Woo! Besides Canada. Like, like Canada is like number one, but I mean, besides my home pavilion other ones as well thank you thank you very much (laughs) oh man um so we're gonna do some disney news so um i'll start with the thing that everyone has been talking about for the past couple of days is that spider-man at disney land in dca accidentally this is at marvel campus by the way um accidentally crashed into the building um so there's that he's an animatronic so don't don't worry no one was hurt in the crashing of spider-man but um yeah it's been all over the place so he's super he's super (laughs) realistic so for him crashing into a building i could see if you didn't know he was an animatronic be like a little bit more freaked out yes Uh, i just read someone that said that he literally broke his bones but his bones are like metal and not human so yeah a little less concerned about the spider-man breaking his bones uh, yes but that is um a little bit of disney news just in if you've been seeing some chatter about it um yeah they have to do a little fixing it's fixing. fine it's fine it's, <laughs> it's fine everything's fine, fine. everything's fine this is D- disney right now is that <laughs> meme with the dog sitting on the chair with the fire it's fine it's fine (laughs) computers aren't perfect so Mm -hmm. i can't expect spider-man to be perfect all the time so no as long as nobody was injured it's fine if someone was injured that's something completely different so yeah totally. i I don't don't want to be those imagineers that are in charge of him though right now that's just not my no The other Disney news we're going to talk about today is uh, the new movie coming out this weekend, which is the new Buzz Lightyear movie. Yeah. Um, coming into theater, so not even a Disney Plus show. Not like we don't like our Disney Plus shows, but an actual Pixar movie mm-hmm. that we get to see. So that's something else. I'm kind of excited for it. It's yeah, going to be too. interesting. I think it's always interesting when we get a little bit more information about a character. 
Like, it's the origin story of Buzz Lightyear, but not the Buzz Lightyear Reno, but, like, the actual... Yeah. Who Buzz was, like, based off of. Yeah. If you understand what I'm saying, folks. So, it will be interesting to see how that... How that is reacted, because it's... It's hyper... It's almost hyper-realistic with the stylization of it, too. I don't know. I'm super excited about it, but... Yeah, all the previews have looked really good and stuff, so... And again, I feel like Toy Story is kind of like... It isn't kind of like... It is how everything came after with Pixar, so people are always about um, anything to do with Toy Story, I feel, so... I think it'll be good. It's going to be interesting having a different voice of Buzz. That's I think that's going to be mm-hmm. my biggest thing. Like yeah. not having Tim Allen be Buzz, but it's Chris right. Evan as Buzz, so that's going to be different. And it's kind of and it's kind of like that like superheroes now we go back and get their like origin story. It's just a cartoon's origin story which is it looks funny. It looks good. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be good. I'll probably go see it next weekend. The other thing I was going to mention is The Wish had its inaugurational sailing this month. So the new Disney cruise ship is is going to be a sailing. And hopefully not crashing like Spider-Man. <laughs> or the Titanic, I guess, would be. Oh, ah, I guess the Titanic <laughs> would be the closest. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but so yes. that's that's the other thing that's coming on that's going on <laughs> that's about coming on yeah. going on some the other kind of news of disney yeah i think that's about it yes thanks for uh tuning in this week for our continuation of epcot taking you around the world showcase um so we will continue next time in the meantime if you don't ever want to miss an episode you can like uh us on and follow us on instagram and facebook you can also subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcasts and then you won't miss our episodes when they are um when they are dropped and it'll just end up in your feed yes and if you can think of a pavilion that you would like that to go in epcot in the blank space you can also drop that and let us know what you think yeah should it be brazil should it be south africa should it be peru Should it be like Antarctica, like somewhere like out left field that we never would have thought of? Um, Just let us know what you think. Yeah. If you have any ideas for us. Um, Yeah. But thank you for listening and hanging out. We will Mm -hmm. talk to you again if you would. So thank you for listening to us and spending time with us. Yeah. So gather up all your personal belongings and please exit to the right and have a magical day.